Good morning, everyday people. Welcome to our online church service. And we continue our study on Luke's Gospel. Please turn with me to Luke chapter 11 and beginning to read at verses 1 through to verses 4. Let's read together. One day Jesus was praying in a certain place. When he finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray, just as John taught his disciples. He said to them, When you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread. Forgive us our sins. For we also forgive everyone who sins against us. And lead us not into temptation. And so far we read together from God's word. Shall we pray for a moment? Father, we thank you for your word. Your word tells us that it is sharper than a double-edged sword. It separates between marrow and bone. And your word tells us again that it brings warmth to the cold heart and it brings the wandering heart back home to a place of security. May you do that this morning as we make our way through these words before us. We ask this in your name. Amen. So, here before us this morning, we have the right question to the right teacher. That's what we have, and that's what is going to concern us. And I want to take my title for my message from that question made by one of Jesus' disciples, Lord, teach us to pray. And that is the right question for the right teacher. One day Jesus was praying in a certain place. When he finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray, just as John taught his disciples. It is a question or a request that comes from observing Jesus' prayer life. His disciples have been observing him, how he prays, and they saw that he is good at it. Surely then, there can't be any better teacher to ask than this one. If this question comes from the context of Jesus modeling how to pray, surely he is the best teacher that the disciples could ask them to teach how to pray. So what we have for us, before us this morning, is both for prayer veterans and for prayer strugglers. In other words, if you regard yourself to be a prayer veteran, this is for you. Or if you regard yourself to be a prayer struggler, 
like myself. This is for you. Because here we have Jesus' basic prayer masterclass. Lord, teach us to pray. I want to suggest that this request is the one that we must all repeat and echo regularly to Jesus. Because in all honesty, we don't know how to pray. In fact, Paul says, we don't know what to pray, but God in the person of the Holy Spirit, he intercede for us. So we also in the same company with the disciples, we are to be the ones who echo this request again and again, Lord, teach us. In fact, if you want to embarrass me as a Christian, ask me about my prayer life. Ask me how am I doing in my prayer life. In fact, I love listening to sermons about prayer from other people, not from me, because preparing a sermon on prayer is is like someone rubbing my failures on my face. But here we have a gentle reminder and a gentle encouragement that we're not alone in that struggle. When we can't ask the question, this disciple asked it for us. When we didn't feel confident enough to say, Lord, teach me to pray, this disciple did that on our behalf. We are in a good company if we are prayer strugglers. Now there are four brief lessons that we're going to pick up from this lesson, from this passage in these four verses we have before us this morning. The first one is prayer is simple. If you continue making your way on verses 2, as Jesus is responding to this disciples, to this disciple, he said to them, when you pray, say. He doesn't give him long warm-up exercises. He doesn't give him complex techniques on prayer. We often speak of how hard prayer is. Jesus is not suggesting that prayer is easy, but he's saying prayer is simple. And in that, we pick it up when he said, when you pray, say. I'm sure you've noticed the essence of prayer, that it is us speaking to God. And this is one of the great wonders about our God, that he not only a God who speaks, who reveals himself to us, he doesn't leave us in the dark fumbling and wondering how to find him. No, he instead, he reveals himself to us. He makes himself known to us. But there is another wonder about this God, that he not only speaks, but he also listens. The almighty God, the creator of the universe, he bothers and he is eager and he wants to listen to you. 
So when you pray, say. That's the essence of prayer. It's us speaking to God. And this God listens to us. Again and again in the scriptures, we see this God extending invitations to us to call on him. The second question maybe that you are wondering, what do I say? When you pray, say, as if Jesus is saying, repeat these words when you pray. When you can't have the words of your own, here are the words for you to say. And there is a word for us there. We tend to despise those kind of prayers, the said prayers. But Jesus is saying, when you pray, say these words. In other words, here in your in your life as a Christian disciple, these set words can be means of communion and fellowship with God. They can be means of a real community and communion with God. Of course, set words can be a dead ritual, but they also can be alive and be means of communication between us and God. So we must not despise said prayers. So that's the first thing we learn this morning. Prayer is simple. Therefore, you don't have to try to be articulate when you are not. You don't have to try to have the right theology when you don't have. Prayer is simple. When you pray, say. The second thing that we learn from this passage is that prayer is intimate. When you pray, say, Father, the God whom Isaiah saw as holy, holy, the God when the angels saw, we are told that they covered their faces and their feet because of his mightiness and his greatness. You and I have a privilege of calling him Father. He is God who is the creator of the universe. Yet you and I can enjoy intimacy with him. And Jesus continues that he is not just the Father, but he is the Father in heaven. And that's comforting for those of us who may have had bad experience with their earthly fathers. This one doesn't have the baggage and all the faults and limitations that earthly fathers have. This is a transcendent one. He is the one above all those limitations and the faults that the earthly fathers what does it mean for you and I when we call God Father? It means to be a Christian is to be both sons and daughters. We belong. We have a Father that we can have intimacy with Him. In other words, prayer is talking to the Father. 
When you pray, you're talking to your father, you're having a conversation, a, a communion with your father. Therefore, you don't have to be tongue-tied about what to say and how to say he is your father. In fact, in Matthew's version of the Lord's Prayer, we are told that before we say anything to him, he already knows it. To be a Christian is to be a son and daughter. But when we say father also, we are inclusive. We recognize that we're not the only children in this relationship. We belong to a wider and a big family. And as we say, Father, we recognize our siblings in this relationship. When last did you not just said Father to God, but you meant it and you enjoyed that intimacy of God's fatherhood. So those are the first two lessons. Prayer is simple. Therefore, you don't have to be put off by trying words that you don't have. But secondly, prayer is intimate. You are a son, you are a daughter, you are having a, conver a conversation with your father when you pray. Therefore, you don't have to have words that are specially chosen. He is your father. And then third, prayer is humbling. This one is difficult for us because it says God's agenda first. God first, God's needs first. And I suspect this is what makes prayer unnatural for us. Because for you and I, what's natural is to rush into prayer and present all our needs. But here we are told that, no, 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 it's God's agenda first. It's his name, it's his will, it's his kingdom first. Father, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done. That's the order of prayer. And we are to remember that. In other words, when you pray for church service on Sunday, you don't pray for what you're going to get out of it. But you pray that his name, his will, his kingdom will be acknowledged. His name will be honored. His kingdom will come. His will will be done. Not the other way around. That may I walk away with this and that from this service. So prayer is humbling. And then fourthly, prayer is dependent. Again, there in verses 3 and verses 4. Forgive us, sorry, give us each day our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we also forgive everyone who sin against us. And lead us not into temptation. Prayer is dependent. 
Forgive us. Forgive us. Lead us. Some of those things that we see that they basic as everyday needs. Give us today our daily bread. This great God whom we are to put first, he also cares about your concerns. Nothing that happens in your life that he doesn't want, doesn't want to know about. He wants to know about your everyday needs, the need for provision, the need for provision of bread. When you know that you need a holiday, but you, you cannot afford it in your means, you can talk to God about it. Lord, will you please provide it for me? Forgive us. And nobody else can offer that one except God himself. And again, that's the everyday need, the need to be forgiven. And lead us not into temptation. That's the need for protection, the need for provision, the need for forgiveness, and the need for protection. All of those are covered in this prayer. So this is the prayer for both those who are veterans. Here we come in Jesus' masterclass on what it means to pray. So prayer is simple. We come to the Lord and he's given us the words. Prayer is intimate. That God is our Father. He wants to be closer to us. And prayer is humbling. When we ask him, let's remember that we mustn't come rushing for our own needs, but his agenda first, his need first, his kingdom, his will, and his name. And prayer is dependent. God is concerned about your basic everyday needs. And you can come to him with them. So join me as we recite again this prayer. And I hope you recite it with meaning. Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and lead us not into temptation and deliver us from evil and the evil one. For yours is the power, the glory forever and ever. Amen.